Welcome to the Data Bites podcast by Women in Data, where we give you your weekly bite-sized dose of career development advice, industry case studies, and career stories to help you excel in your data career. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with Diksha Anand. She is a data analytics manager at ION, the New Delhi chapter lead for women in data, and is the founder of One Stop Data, a community of 80,000 data enthusiasts. She is also a data analytics and Power BI instructor and mentor and has trained 4,000 people in over 20 countries. In this episode, we chat about how to break into a data career, the power of community and networking, and how to get the most out of joining and creating a community. Diksha is full of positive energy and keeps the conversation fun and approachable for all levels. Enjoy. Diksha, thanks so much for joining me on the Data Bytes podcast. How's your day been going so far? Good, good, great. It's actually night here, so it's 10.30 p.m., so it's my whole day has passed up. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time to have this conversation late at night. It, you are still, like, very energized and chipper and excited, and you look refreshed. I'm like, okay, you got to tell me your secrets, because so, I do not look as good as you or as happy as you at that late at night. So are you a nighttime person or what's going on here? <laughs> I, I think the secret is you, Sadi. I think you are so refreshing a person to talk to. I am just super excited since mornings to talk to you. So yeah, it, all credit goes to you. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. Well, I really want to get into how you found yourself in a data career, because not only do you, are you a really successful professional, but you're also teach people and you've created this amazing community. Um, you've trained over 4,000 people in over 20 countries, and then you still work a full-time job as a data analytics manager. You're also a chapter lead for women in data. So... One, how did you just even find yourself in a data career? And then we'll dive into some of the aspects of community building and um, how people can best get started in a career. Oh, oh, well, sure. It's actually an interesting story. You know, Um, I am a computer science background, uh, engineer by background. So I had a tech background always, but I was never someone who was interested in programming or tech to any extent, right? So even my first job, was always into non-tech. So I was a program manager uh, for the cup for the first year that I was in my job. And uh, what happened that, you know, as a program manager, you're used to dealing with a lot of reports. You're used to kind of create manual reports. Either you, you use Excel, PowerPoint or whatever. And I was doing that for one year and I was creating hundreds and hundreds of pages of report. I mean, I can't tell you the manual work I had to do. So transitioning into data, like the first step that I took, I mean, I learned Power BI, which, you know, you know, is a BI tool that we have mostly for uh, reporting, automated uh, reporting. So my first step was more into, uh, you know, a, a, a need, a compulsion, uh, you know, something that I had to do to just get rid of the life that I was leave, uh, living as a program manager. And once you get into it, I think you just fall in love with it, right? Once you see how, you know, your thoughts kind of transition into the dashboard, you see how you're generating insights that are actually helping the business and 
also you know honestly for me it was also about just getting rid of you know everything that i used to do weekly was just a one time effort and i was done okay great now i'm done let's move to the next project so i think that 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 love for data kind of started i was always i always loved numbers so that was always there but that love for data kind of came from there and then you know once you get into it you kind of realize the everything around you is also kind of similar like for me the first teaching experience was in my own company that uh, who was dealing with a similar situation like me they were still in that whole manual reporting and all of that so my first teaching experience was making sure that i teach employees in my company i get them on data analytics tools so that they understand and then they transition and yeah that's where uh, my journey started to you know then teaching then building the community and everything uh, later on so Yeah, I think one of my favorite quotes is that like the best programmers are lazy programmers and now I feel like it also applies to data people, right? Cuz you got into it you're like I don't want to do this manually anymore and this is a waste of time. Like how can I automate this process which open up this whole new world? And so I think it's a beautiful story of just one staying curious and in some ways being lazy is a gift cuz you're like I don't want to have to do this much work. Like how can I make it easier for myself? So I think that's a great story of like a new gateway into um into a data career. So now as you work as a data analytics manager, um you've also started to teach other people and mentor people and have built a really large social following. What made you decide to not just stay within your own lane but start to now share and teach other people to help them get into data careers what inspired um that transition um so you know when i started out and you know i made this transition on my own and i did everything all by myself right so i was someone who was kind of doing things failing going on google searching how to do, go about things and then coming back so my process i think was still longer than it could have been or it should have been looking at you know how fast you can actually come on to data and i did not want that to happen for other people right like i know for a fact that data is still new as a career option as compared to you know everything that that has been there for years now and there is a lot of vagueness around it there is a lot of question around it um and especially you know i i am from india and what we see is that what happens the people go online they want to do data but then 10 sales people come to them and they're like okay give pay us uh, 100000 rupees uh, in in indian currency or or more that that i mean which is a lot of money and then we'll teach you right so that there's more about sales right now than about actual teaching so i think my inspiration came from there to make content as easy as possible for people who are looking to transition into data so all my content mostly is around you know helping people get into it in the easiest way possible in the most affordable way possible um so yeah i think um, and i think it's working out you know because i see so many people tell come and tell me that you know your content is really easy to understand i mean i i sitting and the people you know i have i've talked spoken to so many people every age group and everyone says the same thing to me that it's easy i understand it it's not like you know going on the internet and then expecting 10 sales calls because you just register somewhere So yeah, I think that's what was my inspiration. Well, congratulations on hitting your goal. I mean, I I love that you started the journey with the with a mission mission and a vision in mind, right? You were like, "Okay, this was my experience. This was really difficult, and I don't want other people to have that experience. So I want to make it easy to understand and then to get that feedback that it is easy to understand and really approachable." Um 
just goes to show how important one it is to have a mission and vision when you start out. But two, congratulations on making that a reality. So given that you do coach a lot of people on how to transition into a data career, can you give some tips for people on just one, where do you even begin? So say you're like interested in a data analytics position, um, you're coming from a non-technical background, like what are some of the first things you would recommend people start doing? Um, okay, that, that's a good question. And especially that you mentioned non-tech, right? Because obviously that's, that's the harder part. When you're from tech, it's still easy because you already know some tools, some languages, still pretty easy. So, um, so I usually, you know, whenever non-tech people come to me, what I, I mean, obviously you can divide your whole transition journey into a couple of uh, phases, right? You have to learn the skills, you have to move on to have some hands-on experience, and then you have to go into networking. Um, while we have these three phases, it's also very important to understand where do you exactly fit in, right? Because we know data careers are really broad. They, you can do anything from, you know, from one spectrum to the other. So my first advice to everyone is that, you know, go ahead and explore what do you really want to do in data? Understand, you know, is it the data visualization aspect that you like, the data storytelling aspect that you like? Do you like more about data processing, you know, your um, exploratory data analysis? What is it that you actually like? The best way to know that is by going on and exploring the free resources available out there. I never suggest people to go and spend money. I say that, and that's also what my content is about. I provide as much free um, resources as possible. I tell them, okay, you know, go ahead, explore free resources. Um, if you really want to start out, you're sure, you know, you've done everything, make sure you know Excel first. Uh, make sure that you've taken that first step of knowing the very basic foundation of data, right? So you know Excel. Uh, move on to, you know, uh, move on to a data visualization tool. Move on to, you know, Power BI, Tableau. You have so many data visualization tools. Learn that then. But yes, you know, every every person is unique. Every person, under, uh, whatever they want to do will be different. So it's very important to kind of know for sure that this is for you. I think I, think I didn't mention it's. No, it's not just about, you know, kind of exploring what you want to do, but also exploring that this is right for you. Like, you know, just don't get into it because uh, you're getting a lot of money everywhere all around the world, or it, it, this is something everyone is talking about. So yes, the first is definitely to learn Excel, learn Power BI, Tableau. Obviously, you can move on to uh, skills like SQL, you can get into learning Python, but that everything comes on later. Don't overwhelm yourself by learning everything all at once. Start one by one, non-tech people, the best is to, you know, make their foundation strong and even that can get them jobs as we know, you know, right in the market. Um, though skills are important or, you know, the tools are important, I don't focus the most on that. I think if, if you have, let's say, you know, 10 hours in a week, spend 30, 40% on learning, spend the 60% on practicing, on hands-on, on doing projects on uh, you know building building something out of it because that is actually how you learn you don't learn by cramming up or looking at videos you don't you will never understand i mean you you study for 10 hours you'll forget in the 10th hour what you studied in the first <laughs> so just practice a lot do a lot of projects just find data sets find data sets you are familiar with you love cricket pick up a cricket data set you love football okay great football data set it is so pick up everything that you like and just practice practice as much as you can and yeah, finally, it's all about networking, right? Because you can always apply to jobs. You can always go about, you know, seeing what jobs are available. But 
what networking can get you no nothing else can i mean i think sadi i've learned this from you as well when i joined women in data one year ago i remember uh, networking building a community and actually leveraging that community um, in a two way street not just you know you asking for favors but making sure it's a two way street i think that is something that can definitely get you started in data and land you a job Yeah, I think that's excellent advice. I mean, practice, practice, practice and then connect, connect, connect as much as possible with people. Yeah. Um recently I was doing an analysis on myself because it's been a long time. It's been almost 10 years since I transitioned into a data career and so I was like, "Oh, my memory is not that good. I I want to go back and look and see like what was that journey like and experience for me." So I went back to my planners and I keep meticulous detail and like journals and notes of like what my experience was like and one of the things that I realized you know looking back as I was transitioning it it's a long journey sometimes and it can be really discouraging especially when you're like applying to jobs or trying to fit in and see like do I belong is somebody going to accept me am i learning the right things am i practicing the right things like i notice there's all these kind of questioning that goes on so like what advice do you have for people to stay motivated through that process because it's not something that like i choose this one day and it happens overnight it is a journey right and i think we both would agree we're both probably still learning in our own data journey today right but what advice for those who are looking to get into that first position like How do you stay motivated through that process because it can be a little bit discouraging? Ah, yeah. I mean, honestly, even after getting into data, you're still, you know, there are days when you're like, "Oh, what am I doing? It's so frustrating. This is so much data." Like, uh, so that's there. I think the first thing that everyone needs to know is that as you mentioned, it is a long journey. It will take time and you need to have patience. I mean, that is something you have to know and get into data otherwise, you know, it can get get very very difficult for you um i think the second thing would be to make sure that you understand the larger goal you understand the larger purpose of why you are here and you know don't get demotivated by one day you know look at the bigger picture look at the fact that you have a, a journey ahead you have a long journey ahead of years of months say so don't look at that one day that you have um apart from that i think um it's all about persistence right eventually it's about making sure you're in there daily if you are not take a break but just mm-hmm. just be at it be at it be at it all the time i think there's no one single formula for success or motivation to be honest everyone get, can get motivation from different things but uh, but yeah just just going in with the understanding with the acceptance of the fact that if you've decided it uh have patience and the rewards are really really good once you get the success that you want so yeah so one of the things you mentioned was even still you know being a manager of analytics sometimes you're like oh i'm overwhelmed with the problem or there's too much data or not so question and and how you still have to be learning every day in your current role and what you're doing So one of the questions I have is what are you currently learning or like what in your personal career and practice are you currently working on and hoping to improve over the next, you know, 6 to 12 months? Ah, so that's a good question, you know. Um see, um so when I was working as an analyst and I had to do a lot of hands-on, it was all about learning and mastering the tool, learning and mastering, you know, everything that you know whether it's Power BI, whether it's Excel, whether it's SQL, whatever you're doing, it was all about that. 
but i think uh, we forget that data analytics in general is also about collaboration it's about teamwork it's not just about um using the tool to analyze the data in some way but also about the insights that you get how can you help the business and what is it what is the next step from data right because we as data analysts at times forget the fact that there is a bigger mission we can kind of get in our silos okay this is the tool this is the data we have to make sure that we get what we want to so i think these 6 to 12 months and even you know a few months uh, earlier when i was actually promoted to a manager have all been about learning how to collaborate learning how to work with people you know one wasn't enough and now have two more so it's like three people three different uh, you know so much data around so it's, it's it has to be people skills one thing for sure because you know you have to be good at people skills um and yes as i mentioned you know how i am kind of right now learning the to balance or to kind of to cross the bridge between data and business as we all know right you you generate insights so that the business can make decisions and move forward right in whatever sense so my my journey from data to insights and understanding the bigger picture is my uh, next 6 months goal let's say i love it it's i think it's a very common practice that we all find getting into a data career is we focus so much on the tool in the beginning and yes we need to master tools so we have the skills and abilities and then we realize that oh to be really good it's all about people right because people are the ones who create the data people are the ones we work with and so being a good communicator leader people person is really the superpower to being successful in a data career so I'm excited to check back in with you in 6 or 12 months to see what new insights you have about communicating and and leading people as well. <laughs> definitely, definitely we should have more of these conversations. <laughs> so one of the things you mentioned about getting into a data career is the importance of networking and I wholeheartedly believe this as well. So you have your own community with the classes you teach and the content you share on social media. You're also a chapter lead for women in data. To you, as you've experienced leading communities, what's one of the best parts about creating community and being able to lead a community? Hmm, nice question. Um so you know um I think it has to be the interactions that you get have with people and the belongingness that you feel together so I have to share an example over here with you so recently I was in touch with uh, a woman and she was a mother of a, you know her child was about 5 6 years old and she had taken a break for the last 10 years right so she had this career gap and she wanted to get started in data analytics and that is when she approached me because she knew about women in data she knew about everything that I was doing and she had this zeal and passion in her to just get back and get on her career because she knew that okay you know she couldn't do anything because there were family responsibilities no willingly unwillingly but the you know but the inspiration that i got from her i mean i, I can't just share i mean i i shared it everywhere i posted about it everywhere because i just could feel her energy you know and such interactions that you have when you have a community and also that that connect that you feel with people right it it's just out of the world i think even if you can help a few people i think it's totally worth it uh, it's it's just good good faith right so so yeah i mean i love i love interactions i mean i love positive energies so if someone's joining a community what is the best way for them to get value out of a community so you come in 
and you want to get that experience that you had that you talked about right like that sense of belonging that sense of like wow my life matters while wow, i'm doing something what's the best way to be able to facilitate that and make that happen um so i think um, i think uh, what i mentioned earlier also would be the key here that you have to remember that interactions anything that you do or any networking that you do any community that you become a part of it has to be a two way street you have to be ready to play yourself out there and expect the same you know and you know be ready to expect the same from the other person as well so you have to take the first step at times you have to make sure that you know there is Uh, that there, there is no barrier right you have to go there wholeheartedly i mean many times what happens is that people expect a lot when they get in because they think that okay you know this is a community i'm joining even, even women in data for that matter i'm joining it and now i'll be you know i'll be all set i will be a part of this community but i don't think that is how it works it is about the efforts that you do it is about the you know the the steps that you take it is about how well are you in reciprocating uh, the feelings of the person in front of you so it it has to be you know a give and take it can never be you going in expecting something and get and just getting that it it never happens that way Yes, well, you're definitely a role model of that of someone who comes into a community who gives more before they take, and it's just such a great example of what we say in women in data. It's you you give so that you can get it back, and I think the beautiful part about getting is it always comes back to you tenfold, and so don't be afraid to take that first step. And thank you for being such a role model in this area and showing us all what it's like to give out your advice and your experience and knowledge. um to help others lead the way in this industry so thank you ah thank you for starting it a few years ago and actually that giving direction to so many like us you know so i think you are to be thanked tenfold <laughs> for just starting it out i think 7 years ago now uh, 2015 so so and you know just paving the path for many of us over here also Well, my pleasure. It's having conversations like this and seeing it continue on is is again what brings me so much joy. So, what also brings me a lot of joy is some rapid fire questions because they're really <laughs> fun ways to just get to know people, and I love to find out new songs and where people travel. If you're ready, we can transition into the rapid fire questions. Ah, oh, never ready, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What song do you currently have on repeat? Ah, um, the reels. I I love reels, so it has to be um, one of the reels songs. So jiggle, jiggle. My money doesn't jiggle, jiggle. It falls. Yeah, I love it. Oh, uh, if you. I love it too. I want to do. I want women in data to do their own dance to it because I think it would be so fun. Because I'm obsessed with that song. So. I know, and there's so many variations of it, and some of them are just super hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I know the 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 TikToks and reels—they're so addicting. <laughs> um, favorite place you've traveled? Um, has to be Dubai. I recently came back from vacation from Dubai, so and I was after three years. So any any place you take me after three years, I will. I'm going to love that place. So Dubai. <laughs> Happiness is. Um, happiness is uh, okay. Two two things. first has to be helping people around and that is what i do it just gives me joy and the second has to be food i love food i can just get happy by having eating food all the time so yes 
<laughs> I think that's the first time I've heard food is an answer. And I would also actually agree with that very much. So. <laughs> I love food. I can't tell you. I mean, I'm obsessed with good food. <laughs> In the next five years, I hope to. Mm, I hope to um, scale everything that I've been doing. You know, just, just doing this much has given me so much joy. It has actually reached out to so many people. So scaling everything that I've been doing um, would be one of my, um, you know, things that I want to do. And and something else as well would be to just make sure I'm the healthiest that I've ever been. Because I think the last two years have made us realize that health is way more important than anything else. So yes, health mm-hmm. comes first. So yeah. And then last but not least, to me, curiosity is? Ah, curiosity always asking why so it has to be something that just keeps the kid in your life right you lose the curiosity you lose the kid in you so yeah i love it well you definitely have kept the curiosity in yourself and the kid in you i mean it being very late in the evening and having so much joy and passion and laughter i can see your inner child self is shining through so thank you for being that example and more importantly thank you for taking the time to have this conversation with us today and sharing your insights um, i know we'll be adding your social links in the show notes below but what's the best way for people to reach out to you and get in contact with you ah so the best way is to actually just drop me a message on linkedin or, uh, you know, just reach out to me on Instagram. Both of your the handles would be provided to you. So I am on Instagram by One Stop Data. And you can find me on LinkedIn as well by my name. And yeah, ping me, have, send me messages. Let's have chats. Would love to do that. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Diksha, for coming on and sh- talking with us today. Um, I hope you have a restful sleep and a beautiful evening and continue to have much success here in the near future. Thank you so much for having me. It was all, it was a pleasure, life always, talking to you. I mean, I just, I, I, you know, I was saying about energy. I think your energy is infectious as well. It just, this just makes me so happy to talk to you. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Well, and to all of our listeners out there, hopefully our energy is coming into your headphones today and and lifting you up. And thank you for listening. And remember to stay curious and keep learning. And we will talk to you next time. Have a good day, everybody. If you're looking for more resources to further your data career or find your tribe, we encourage you to become a member at womenindata.org. See you on the other side.